shit about Talk about some shit they don't know shit about Ladies and gentlemen Lost in Finland Episode 13 Ooh. Unlucky 13 Happiness <laughs> <laughs> Unlucky happiness episode I am Pavel And I am Andy Oh I'm I'm happy. I'm feeling happy. I'm pretty tired, but I'm I'm I am feeling happy. How about you, Andrew? Oh, let's pretend. You know <laughs> that you're tired, or that, let's pretend that I, you're happy. Let's pretend that I'm happy. I'm pretty tired, but I'm ready to go. So Ooh. I have my yoga. That's mode. where the third. That's where the unlucky thirteen comes in. You know. True. Yeah. But I think we can we can we can still do this. Oh, but uh. Especially now that we are in Finland, the most happiest country in the world. Can you believe it, Andrew? You're living in the most happiest country in the world. <laughs> If I walked outside today, I would not know that this is the happiest country in the world. You know, it was it was like plus 13, what, like two weeks ago? It was like plus 13 yeah. Celsius. Uh, and um, And then I walk out today and I'm like, I walk out this morning for work and I'm wearing like tennis shoes, you know, and because I switched from my boots to my tennis shoes because the weather's been so nice, all the snow and ice melted. Mm. So I, I walk outside and there's it's like snowing and I'm like, eh, well, it should be fine. I go to work and I come out of work and it's like freaking Arctic wind and like <laughs> negative like and I'm just like, holy crap. And my and all the public transportation is like being canceled and delayed and stuff. Yeah. So I'm standing outside for like 30 minutes waiting for my bus, my freaking toes feel like they're gonna fall off and I'm like dude this is horrible <laughs> i know i woke up this morning and i was like okay i'm just gonna you know drive to work went to my car it's like packed with snow and i was like what <laughs> when did this happen i thought it was like summer already or at least it's spring like, yeah it's like finland came around was like you know you know everybody wants springtime no how about a second winter yeah taka <laughs> talvi The second yeah, winter. Yeah, Very famous. Ah, oh, yeah. Finished oh, thing. But, but yes, five years in a row now. Yeah, I Finland think so. has been ranked the happiest country in the world. Even though our summer is short. I, I think, you know, if we had longer summer, like if summer would be like six, seven months, we would be number one hundred years in a row. The Do happiest country. that's maybe why... Finland is the happiest country, or that contributes though. A, a because short if, summer. If you had, yeah, because if you had, if you had a long summer all the time, right? Like yeah. if you think about it in your head, then it sounds really nice. But if you had it all the time, like California, yeah, you, you're just used to it. It just becomes normal, and and at first it sounds great, and but like then it's just kind of like, well, this is just normal like yeah <laughs> there's nothing special about it anymore true but true. because the finnish summers you know just as well as i do finnish summers are freaking amazing like it's it's light all day like you can go out to a park at freaking 10 o'clock at night and drink beer and it's like really nice outside you can hang out with friends and uh, but it's like you know it's because it doesn't happen all the yeah. time that makes it kind of a special thing so true true Yeah, you have a point. I don't know. I don't know if if it actually uh, affects the happiness in Finland. Maybe they have the poll on so, during summer, so everybody's happy. 
you know? Yeah, that's, yeah, <laughs> during summer is when they actually, like, <laughs> yeah. take the votes from everyone, and they're like, yeah, dude, this is awesome. <laughs> yeah, make the poll in January. Let's see. Yeah, <laughs> see what it's like then. <laughs> yeah. yeah oh. It's actually it's actually called a fucking World Happiness Report, I think. And uh, I, I will read you straight from the website why uh, Finland is uh, placed first on the happiness. It says uh, the re- report writers credited the citizens of Finland's strong feelings of communal support and mutual trust. And they also said, uh, additionally, Finlanders felt strongly that they were free to make their own choices and showed minimal suspicion of government corruption. Hmm. Okay, can I point out first, did they did they Please. refer to Finnish people as fin- Finlanders? Yeah, yeah, it's already... Like, <laughs> Instead um, of Finns? Yeah. <laughs> we're the Finlanders, man. Okay, that's sounds like an ice mistake. hockey team. Yeah, the Finlanders. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like a pretty bad name for an ice hockey team. Um, so yeah, okay, I I would say that I totally agree with that. You know, like in Finland, I do got to say, um, there are a lot of things that I would do here that I would I would probably not do in the U.S. Yeah, uh, and I I do have this sense of just trust. Um. Uh, like here in Finland that I probably wouldn't have in the US um just right off the bat when you were reading that I can tell you that right away and that's like you know when you go out anywhere or you go to places um and you know like I'll bring my backpack with me and I'll just like leave it there on the bench while I go out you know or talk to friends or yeah yeah whatever just you know I'll just leave it there and I I'm I, I know it'll be fine. I don't even actually second guess it anymore. Like, yeah. um, you know, um, I think before when I first came here, actually, when I first came here, you know, I would actually walk around at nighttime and I would like be, you know, uh, side eyeing everybody walking past me and stuff like, you know, um, you know, if I was like in the city center or something. But but nowadays, like, I don't know, it's just it feels so safe. And, you know, you have this kind of mutual trust with everyone. So. So I do definitely agree with that. I think, like, yeah, um, yeah. Uh, I also think Finland feels so safe. It it it's so weird when you when I go to like to another country. I'm I, I'm kind of like, do you say blue eyed in English language? Blue eyed, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like like, oh, you know, nothing's ever gonna happen to me because you know I'm used to it here in Finland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I I also uh, sometimes notice that I might be uh, kind of uh, maybe not afraid, but uh, the little things, you know, when I'm walking from a bar back to my hotel, when I'm in a random country and I see like a group of guys walking towards me, I, I, I'm probably going to change the side, of, like go to the other side of the street just because I don't know what, like, what's going to happen. Are they gonna, are they here to fucking, they're just going to kick my ass? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Because I start like thinking too much because I'm like, oh yeah, I'm not in Finland and the world is evil place. <laughs> What's going to happen to me? I do um I do definitely think that I do hear these uh, I think it was like 2 years ago uh friends of mine told me that they were uh like two friends of mine told me that they were in um Koski Puisto. Oh yeah. And yeah. uh they were there at like midnight and they were like just chatting with each other sitting in the park and yeah, I think we talked two- about this in that drinking episode, right? Did did we? The guys came and stole their beer. 
No, they tried to. Yeah, okay, well, tried, okay, yeah. yeah, maybe I already talked about this. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I just don't remember, but, but yeah, and, like, two guys came, and uh, they, like, you know, had a knife, and they were like, you know, yeah. give us your beer. And you know what the funny thing is? They didn't even ask for any money. They just asked for beer. And then when they found out my <laughs> friends didn't have any beer, they just took off, you know, and that yeah. was it. That was the end of it. And so, uh, you know, it's like... um and, you know, this kind of stuff, when when I hear these kind of stories, which, honestly, I think since I've lived here, I've, I've heard of that. And then there was that one incident in, where was that, Turku? It was, like, two years after I moved here where that guy, like, stabbed a couple people. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, Like, these are the, I think, the only two things I've, I've ever heard of here in Finland. Every Every once in a while, I hear some weird story of, like, somebody getting beat up or something, like, um randomly but it's so rare it's yeah. so so rare um yeah, i think we have had few times like um like a small bomb in a mall or something that usually just injures people like uh right. horrible stuff but it's so rare it's it's like compared to united states of course we don't have that much people here so uh if you think yeah. one in one in a million is a psychopath we have five or six <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> I guess yeah that is true. But I think like um you know it's it, I think it's so rare that when this kind of s- stuff even small stuff happens it's like makes like huge news here because yeah. it's like uh it's it's really rare that anything like that happens. So Yeah. Yeah, I I think the the safety definitely probably contributes to it. Um like the happiness here in Finland. Yeah. I would say so at least. Like uh that's my opinion. Yeah. And I, I was, mean at like, least part of it. Yeah, of course, part of it. And uh it's also the se- like feeling because United States is placed 19th in the happiness yeah report yeah, yeah. thing. So uh it's it's not that far off. You know, it's there's 149 countries they ask, so you can say that it's the world's good and ask from every country. But still uh it's if if there's like 150 countries there and United States is like 149th. They're still super happy also. And I was thinking about the difference between uh, like the police and how the police works. Because here in Finland, we like the media is showing so much like bad stuff and that everybody is afraid of, of the police in the United States nowadays. And, you know, but this is how I read it from the news that, you know, the police is doing horrible stuff there, which is probably not how it actually is, but because I've never been in the United States or never been uh, dealing with dealing with the police in the United States. Yeah, yeah. Uh, have you, like, you know, the cops who came when you threw a bowling ball <laughs> down the streets? So, like, growing up, I was kind of an asshole. And, you know, like, uh, but more so, I, I had a... So many run-ins with the cops. Uh, yeah. M- not necessarily for criminal activity, but just for... I was a shitty driver, man. Like, I <laughs> sped everywhere I went. I sped. I never wore my seatbelt. I got pulled over more times than I can possibly count at this point. Like, I have gotten pulled over a lot. Like, um yeah. And mainly for speeding. <laughs> like... Uh, <laughs> and I will say, 
that, um, you know, my personal experience with the police is not too bad. I've been actually arrested one time. Um, and, um, I guess I'll tell that story, but, um, I was, well, like I said, I had sped so much in my life that I've been pulled over a lot and I had a lot of like, uh, speeding tickets and such. And they eventually suspended my license. And well, I didn't know that they had suspended my license. Uh, I apparently they had suspended that exact day that I was driving. I drove to the store and like I was think I was getting some food or something. I don't remember. But um, yeah, no, I wasn't speeding. Actually, (laughs) I was driving safely. Um, and, but my, one of my, apparently my back lights were out. And, uh, so the cop like pulled me over and I had, uh, somebody in the car with me at the time. And I remember they pulled me over and he walked up and he asked for license registration, all this stuff. Okay. Gave it to him. And like, um, you know, so I gave it to him and then he went back to the car and he was in there for quite a while and I was sitting there going, okay, this is odd. I mean, I've been pulled over at this point a yeah, ton yeah. of times for speeding. and You stuff. know how and it goes. So, yeah, I know how it goes and he was taking a long time <clears throat> and all of a sudden another police officer pulled up and I immediately looked over and I was like, to the person in the car with me and I was like, yeah, I'm pretty sure I'm getting arrested. Like, and <laughs> I just had this feeling, like, I, I didn't know what it was, but I just had it, this feeling that I was going to get arrested yeah. and Sure enough, cop comes up and he goes, uh, can you please step out of the car? You're under arrest. And I was like, God damn it. And so <laughs> I asked him what, what for? And he's like, I'll, I'll tell you once you get out of the car. And you know, like, uh, so I got out of the car and he like patted me down and, you know, did the whole pad down. I had to take off my shoes and like, uh, all this kind of stuff. And <clears throat> he placed me in the car. Still didn't tell me what I was arrested for, but, uh, placed me in the car. And then, um, like, uh, when he put me in the car, he, uh, said, that's when he told me, like, uh, we're arresting you because your license is suspended. And I was like, yeah. since when? And he, and I was like, I didn't even know my license was suspended. And he was like, well, I'm not surprised you didn't know because it only happened like six hours ago. <laughs> I was <laughs> like, what the hell? Why am I being arrested, man? And like, uh, so, uh, He's like, you know, now we got to search your car. And so he <clears throat> searched my car. And uh, at the time, I don't know if I should say this on the pocket, uh, whatever. Uh, at the time, I, you know, I didn't smoke a lot of pot, but, uh, <laughs> but. I had, I had, uh, I had some weed in my little, car. A little summer, summer. A little. And uh, at the time, well, nowadays it's legal in in Washington state it's legal, but, uh, at the time it was not legal. And, uh, I totally forgot that I even had this, like I, I didn't really smoke that much, but I had bought some quite a lot of months ago yeah. and I put it in my car and totally forgot about it until he said he was going to search my car. And then, you know, I'm just racking my brain for anything that could possibly be mm. in there. And I'm like, there's nothing in there. Like, I don't have anything. I mean, you know, like, uh, but then I remembered that I had some weed in this little tiny case (laughs) thing. And I was like, oh my God, don't, don't check that Zippo case. Don't check that Zippo case. And, you know, and then he looked in my door, which is where I knew it was. And I was like, shit, don't pull out the Zippo case. And he pulled out the Zippo case and I was like, fuck, I'm I'm done for. (laughs) And, uh, he walks like, but he like palmed it. So, so you, you know, like, because when the police have their, 
lights on, the camera is rolling. Yeah, yeah. You know, so facing my the truck. dash cam. Yeah, the dash cam. And but he palmed the Zippo case and he put it in my driver's seat. And then so I was like, oh, that's interesting, mm. you know. And so uh, and I'm sitting in there, my heart's beating. And anyway, he walks over and he asked me, is there anything in the truck you should know about? Obviously, being the young guy I was, I said, absolutely nothing is in that car that you should know. Yeah. About. So, and uh, and he comes back over and he's like, you know, obviously we we found some weed in there. And I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> and um, anyway, long story short, he uh, he said he would like let me off the hook for the weed because it was super super small amount and uh but he said he had to take me down to the station and you know like uh we went down there and man he like we parked outside uh, like in the back of the police station and he was like do you like uh this local radio station cube 93 for any of my you know seattle seattletons that are out there like freaking listening to this podcast you know cube 93 he was like, uh, do you like Cube 93? And I was like, yeah. And he was like, cranked it super loud. And he was like, filling out this, mu- <laughs> filling out this paperwork. And I'm handcuffed in the back of the car going, mm. this is so weird, man. Like, uh, <laughs> and he brings me into the police station. Like, he fingerprints me, you know, like, has me stand in front of the camera. He's got to take a mug shot. And so I take my picture and I, I like smile at first and he goes, dude, this is a mugshot. You might not want to smile. And I was like, oh yeah. So I like did the super serious look. And like, uh, <laughs> you want and, to look uh, like a real criminal. <laughs> exactly. And then he let me go. That was it. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, I just got booked and released. So, well, then I went to court and, you know, I fought it. I was like, you know, I mean, come on. It was like six hours. I didn't know. I, I never got any paperwork. Yeah, yeah. And the judge was like, yeah, you're right. That was kind of bullshit. So mm. she wiped it off my record and, you know, so now my record is perfectly clean. Nothing on my record. Beautiful. But yeah. But was, uh, in, know, in the whole situation, my, did you, like, you felt safe, right? That's what I was going to say. Yeah. That's long story short is, you know, I felt safe. I, I mean, they never, you know, the cop was really nice to me really nice to my passenger that was in the car you know like um you know i mean they were they were super cool and you know um just really nice i've i've never had a bad experience with police at ever so because i I don't really think that cops are very corrupted in the united states like i don't think cops are corrupted here in finland which was one of the you know big things why, uh, or the government. I do have pretty strong opinions about police officers. Um, and, you know, like in the U.S., I think that, number one, uh, obviously you don't ever see cops. I, I mean, it's it's far less attractive to see cops. Uh, I shouldn't say attractive. That's a bad word. Uh, I, I retract <laughs> that statement. I... I I would say that, you know, you don't really ever see the good actions of cops as much as you see the bad cops. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, like, um, you know, I think that, you know, you you more often you see these cases where police used excessive force on the news and it just paints this huge picture for for every cop that this yeah. is this is how cops are um, where I mean, if you really look at you know, every situation that's shown, and this isn't to say that, you know, 
I'm kind of playing devil's advocate here because I do agree that cops in the U.S. more often than not use excessive force. Um, But I think that to say that all cops are like that is a ridiculous statement. Um, But I think that this huge problem with police officers in the U.S. comes down to the fact that they are way under-trained compared to Finnish police officers. Yeah. You know, you have to go through a ton of of schooling and training and stuff here in Finland before you become a police officer. I mean, yeah. I mean it's it's a lot. Um not to mention that um you know there is you know a, a lot uh, to do with when you use like your gun as a police officer here in Finland. Uh number one, they they don't shoot to kill. They shoot to just subdue the subject and kind of like uh, neutralize the the threat kind of thing um it's a huge thing if uh if a finnish cop has to pull out the gun even to pull out the gun it's a huge thing you can probably read it in news if if a police took his weapon out like it's so rare in finland that we use guns or or the police uses guns and and there's like a lot of process after that. So if a cop has to fire his so gun, much, there's yeah. there's there's a lot that goes on after that. Where in the U.S., it's like all the police officer has to say is, "Well, my I I, I felt threatened," and yeah. then it, everybody's like, "Oh, okay then," uh, which is it's it's every time in the news you hear this kind of like, "Oh, well, I felt threatened." Oh, well, I felt threatened. It it mm. all, it just drives me insane. It's like. Uh, my number one thing to that is like, okay, for every police officer in the U.S., okay, please, let me tell you this. If you feel so threatened that you have to shoot 27,000 times into a person, <laughs> like, <laughs> to make sure that the threat is neutralized, if you feel that threatened for your life, please, please, pick a different career. Please. <laughs> like, I, I mean, like, honestly, like, police officers, it is, it is a dangerous career. Sure, it is. But, I mean, that doesn't give you the right to just go out and shoot a bunch of people because you felt threatened all the time. Like, if you're that scared for your life, pick a different career, man. There's tons <laughs> of desk jobs out there. You know, like, I mean, like, there's tons of desk jobs and you probably, you know, won't feel so threatened. So, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Don't get it's into just, scary situations, people. It's just something that drives me insane. You mm. always hear this in the news. Like, it's it's the excuse every single time. Mm. Well, I felt threatened. I felt threatened. Mm. It's like, dude, pick a different career. Are you that scared? <laughs> like, I mean, pick a different career, man. But um, could that be one of the reasons why uh, Finland is 19 places, you know, above the United States in the happiness thing? Because, you know, we feel more safe. Even I with, you know, is. the government or with the police. What with police officers here, man, they are super chill people like, you know, and they're not so like um, trigger happy, you know, like, yeah. uh, you know, like I I, mean, I think the opposite. You can approach a police officer here and just talk to him, you know, like we're in the US, like cops are already like if you walk up to a cop, they're kind of like, you know, what's going on? What's going on? you know, stay back a little bit. Like, you know, it's like you're already creating this kind of tense situation, like yeah. uh, immediately when you do that. And, and they're super you know, scared and they're just going to shoot you. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> They're going like, to feel threatened. <laughs> <laughs> well, he walked up to me smiling. He looked yeah. a bit creepy. Um, so, yeah, I think it does contribute to it a lot. Like yeah. here in Finland, it's, 
you know, not such a big thing. Not to mention, you guys, do you know how rare it is to even... I, I can walk around the city all day long and maybe see one police officer. Maybe. Yeah. You know, where in the U.S. it's like, I mean, dude, you drive down the road, you probably see 17 cops. Like, yeah. uh, you know, and it, it's crazy, the difference. Like, just in that, like, the police presence, you know, yeah. like, uh, is crazy different. Yeah. But like it was it's on insane. Nepal, it's uh, it's like Finnish people feel that we we kind of are, we're kind of free to do, you know, whatever we like. As long as it, you know, it's not illegal or anything. But we we have a, you know, we, we can kind of choose what we do. We we don't feel like we're uh, being watched all the time. At least I think the ma- majority of Finnish people think so. Like I don't I don't feel like if I walk on the street and I do something wrong that I have to like watch everywhere. That, oh, thank God n- n- nobody saw me do it. There's no cops getting coming and We're talking so much about cops. <laughs> yeah, we are talking about a lot about cops, sure. Yeah, I, I agree. But uh, I think it is a big subject and it's something that I, ugh, it's annoying to me. Yeah. You know, it's like, it's something you hear all the time, especially in the news lately. And it's just kind of an, an overplayed mm. subject, which I guess mm. doesn't make sense as to why I'm I'm playing into it, I guess, <laughs> as well. But, you know, um, but um, getting my opinion out there, I guess, you mm. know, into the world. I have a platform to do that now. And so I'm allowed. Hell yeah. Um, so Hmm. you know uh yeah but you know okay so cops aside uh what makes the countries happy you know i i think that just to play kind of a little again devil's advocate for for something here and it's it's finland is one kind of annoying thing here is that every there is no leeway here um, and what I mean by that is if you get on a, a bus and you forget to, or the tram, I guess, because in the mm. bus, you can't really forget to pay for your ticket. But if you get on like the tram or the subway or something and you forget to pay your ticket or, you know, the machine's not working correctly and, you know, uh, the people that come on that check your tickets, you know, they'll just charge you 80 euros and just go like, okay, well you didn't pay for it. And you're like, well, the machine was broken. You know, I couldn't pay for it or my card wasn't scanning. I couldn't pay for it. You know, like I was going to get off on the next stop and figure it out. And they're like, well, 80 euros, you know, we're in the U S even if it is technically the rules, they'll let you just go like, well, you know, I mean, you didn't know, or, you know, eh, you know, I mean, it was a weird circumstance where here they are so just by the book you know everything (laughs) is just by the book everything is just a cookie cutter case and if this is what happened then this is what's going to happen so like you know like i have an exception for that rule because i uh i came home from tampere back to espa from tampere with the train yeah and i was like again i left like way too late so i was in a hurry I ran all the way to the train. I went into the train. I, I was like, okay, I'm just going to buy a ticket when I get to the train. But the internet and the fucking website didn't work. So I wasn't able to buy a ticket. So I was just sitting there like, should I go to the restaurant van to drink beer and just hope that nobody asks the ticket from like from me? <laughs> Where can I sit? I don't have a place. So I'm just going to sit here until somebody comes and is like, hey, uh, I, this is my seat or something, you know. So I just sat there and almost immediately... 
uh, a dude comes and he's like, hey, you have a ticket? And I'm like, well, the thing is this. And I told him, and he was just like, okay, so I'm going to go there. I'm going to come back, you know, before Espo to this direction, just try to figure out something, you know, but but the ticket, like, during this trip. I was like, well, okay. So I sat there and I was like, I, I actually want to do it. So I tried to buy it. Did it work? The train already left, so I wasn't able to buy a ticket to the train that I'm already in because they don't sell it anymore because, you know, it already left the Tampere. Yeah. And yeah. I, I was the dude, like, he came back. I was like, I can't buy it because I'm already in the train. The train left Tampere, so I cannot buy the right price ticket. And he was like, just, just buy any ticket, like, to anywhere, <laughs> like, anywhere. So I bought, like, from uh, Hamelina to Espo the next train that is going to come, like, after one hour or something. Then I showed it. He was like, yeah, thank you. <laughs> just pay a little something, you know. <laughs> well, I, I think there are exceptions to that because I think... But that that's has... the one exception because in a bus or in a tram, every time, 80 euros, plow. That's why I usually yeah. pay it. I have heard, though, that um, they charge the 80... I mean, this is side topic, but I have heard they charge the 80 euros and then you can go in and explain your situation in, like, court or whatever. No, you and, don't want to do that. It takes so much yeah, time. I, I've heard that as well, so... Anyway, but yes, I, I think these all kind of contribute to happiness, you know, like uh, especially like the safety and the comfortability as well. Yeah. But I think that brings me to my like next point is I think another reason why Finland ranks so high on happiness is comfortability. And that yeah. is like and security. I guess because yeah. like you know if you lose your job here in Finland you're you're not going to be homeless you know like I mean you, yeah there are ways for you to still pay your rent uh living safety your nets place and yeah there's a lot of safety nets mm. and so that creates this kind of comfortability and this kind of security that yeah. uh, you don't really have in the U.S. you know yeah because if I think what really makes me happy is the fact that I can uh, have a good amount of like security and you know uh so uh kind of stability in my life mm-hmm. you know having a job uh, working uh but i still need some adventures i i i want i want something new to happen all the time that's why i love my job and even though when my um uh, when this production ends i never know if i'm gonna have a next one i usually do and especially now things are going good. I'm having many productions in a row. But sometimes when you've been three weeks without working and there's just nobody's calling you and you start to get like, ah, oh, fuck. <laughs> like, <laughs> I need to start working soon. Like, what the fuck's going on? There's nothing, nothing going on, you know, especially the COVID and stuff that was up, you know, just everything died. And I was kind of, I was like, oh, shit. But I always knew, like, that I will survive. I have the safety net, what we talked about last episode or a few episodes back that we have mm-hmm. here in Finland. So uh, it's something that, you know, it's easy to be happy because you know you're safe. Kind of whatever happens, I feel like Finland, Finland has my back, you know, even though I'm, I would like to have more adventure than normal people would. Yeah, and I think that that can cause you to take a little bit more risks in life, too. You know, I mean, you can risk kind of like, I don't know, changing careers or going to school or, yeah, I yeah. mean, you know, schooling is like free. So, you you know, yeah. I mean, you can just 
go to school and try to change your career or do something that might make you more happy or something like that. And, you know, because there's all these, not just the safety nets, but these, these much easily, much more easily accessible ways to kind of make yourself more happy in your career life or something like that by changing a career changing your career to something the, else the possibility uh, with, of different options we have yeah where in the u.s i feel like a lot of people might get stuck in their data you know their daily job uh because they don't feel comfortable changing a career because they would have to risk you know po- potentially losing their house or yeah. losing their lifestyle uh to do so so they end up staying in a career that they don't like um because there is no real easy way to switch careers where here i mean uh, tomorrow if i wanted i could just quit my job and you know like i would you know have the safety net here in finland and just start school and then not only that but finland pays you to go to school so like you know i mean you you know it's not only is it free but more often than not they pay you to do it so um and then, um, yeah, and then, you know, you change your career that way or, you know, do whatever you want. I mean, you, I feel like you have a lot more options here. Yeah. Which yeah. I think can bring people a lot of happiness, you know, and I, especially if you can really take the time to find what makes you happy to do in life. And if you're working and happy doing your job, then obviously that contributes to your happiness. Yeah. Of course. It's, it's yeah. a huge part of our life, the working working part yeah and obviously as a foreigner i've worked like minimum wage jobs um and you know in a minimum wage job you have a pretty comfortable life like uh Mm. you know where you know at least you know ever again well i guess with minimum wage it's really hard because every state is different because living costs are always different uh in every state you live in so it's this isn't really accurate to everywhere in the u.s but specifically where i lived minimum wage is not enough to like really live off of Uh, i mean you'd be hard-pressed to even pay for rent let alone food and all all that yeah with minimum wage so like uh so where here it's you could live a pretty comfortable life with minimum wage um you know and uh more so if you have like a decent career i mean you're just i mean you're pretty well off so yeah yeah so uh, in United States, what do you think in United States makes people ha- like what? What is the happy card money. you can take away from your? It's it's the money. Money. I mean, I, I feel like more so when I've moved here, I didn't really realize how much people idolize money in the U.S. Like everything is just money i mean yeah. if you if you've watched any movie that comes from the u.s if you've listened to any song that comes from the u.s everything is just about look at all the shiny things i have look at all the yeah. money i have so money and i think it's like um you know realistically everybody talks about money everything you do is about money everything is about money and i think i'm just I'm so tired of this culture. Like I not really until I moved here because like here in Finland, it's, it's not, I mean, having a job that you like comes number one, you know, I think, well, schooling, I think comes number one, having a job you like and enjoy no matter what the pay is, because again, 
you could work a minimum wage job and live a comfortable life. So, yeah. you know, but I think Finnish people are more concerned about doing something that they like, you know, rather than something that brings them a lot of money. I've I've talked to far more people here that are interested in it doesn't matter what the job pays, they want to find something that they they like and enjoy. Yeah. You know, pay it's always true. comes second. Where in the US people will sacrifice, you know, uh, a job they they would enjoy versus one that you know, brings more income. So um, it's more about the money, I think. It makes people, yeah. quote unquote, happy. I don't know if it necessarily mm. makes people happy, but, you know, it's definitely what people like strive for first. So that's definitely yeah. number one is money. It's or like at least a the majority of the people. I should say majority. I don't want to say uh, this is how everyone is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Let me I think it's uh, at the, uh, episode 13. I hope it's pretty obvious for people that uh, we still do talk about our own opinions and how we see things. Yeah, and we yeah. do not plan what we're going to say that much before. So we sometimes might, might speak uh, something that ain't completely right. But uh, don't get annoyed. Just <laughs> bear with us. Yeah. yeah <laughs> will it get smarter? I, yeah, I think, um, again, this isn't everybody because I know a lot of people in the U.S. that just kind of want to do whatever they love. So and, you know, um, you know, so it's not everyone. It's just I think a majority of the culture is yeah. pretty obsessed with money. Mm. And, you know, and I think this um, this kind of brings me to another topic of why I think Finland is probably a lot happier than the U.S., and it's the class divide. Um, yeah. And I think that in Finland, there's not really much of a class divide. I mean, there is, definitely. Yeah, always, there are but, rich people in Finland. Yeah, but I know what you mean. But there's not really much of a class divide here. I mean, you know, you can live in this. Well, I mean, I've lived, like, I've literally seen, like, Simo Frangen. He lives, like, right down the road from me. You know, yeah. like, you know, and like, uh, you know, I mean, it's like, uh, you know, I mean, you can live in the same. I, I, this is like when I first moved here, you know, people would talk about how the Finnish president will be seen at like a coffee stand right down the road. Uh, you know, I mean, lives like, yeah. you know, I, I mean, it, it's like, you know, you can see famous people living on the same street as you, you know, like, um, you know, I mean, it's like, uh, I think the class divide is definitely there here in finland there there are rich people there are you know like uh but i think quote unquote poor people in finland are not really that poor can you know in this spectrum yeah, yeah. of things you know yeah. so where in the u.s you have people that are multi-billionaires versus people that don't have a place to live or any food yeah. to eat at all ever so, you know, I mean, there's this huge, massive classified, not to mention that it's like idolized in, in movies and music and yeah. TV. And, you know, it's like, look at all this expensive stuff. Look at all this expensive stuff. And so the people that can't afford that want that stuff because yeah. it's what yeah. makes you cool, you know, quote unquote. So yeah. um, and so then I think that's a lot of times where crime comes and stuff like that because you just can't afford any of that stuff so like uh you end up big stealing borrowing to get it yeah so you need that supreme cap yeah yeah exactly 
No, but <laughs> no, Yeezy you, those Yeezy shoes. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you are completely right. Uh, there's like in Finland, it's like we don't have like you know what, what's the uh, what's the crazy place in the <laughs> fucking uh, California where all the celebrities live. Or like Bel Air. Yeah, Bel Air, exactly. Uh, like we we don't have like a spot where the rich people are, and where the, of course you know in every every city there's like richer parts and, and like normal. But yeah, we don't have the poor so much in here. Like poor, poor. Yeah, yeah. There's it's because really of the not. things what we talked about. Like yeah, how most, we have the safety net. Yeah, exactly. Most people are middle class, like um, and. Like, I mean, you know, like, I think, you know, it's that definitely, I think, contributes to the happiness Um, because you feel more or less equal to everyone else around you. So, like, um, you know, I mean, there's not really, you know, a huge divide there. So you kind of feel more or less equal to everyone else. So I, I think that can definitely contribute to the happiness. Yeah. We're kind of running out of time, but I have one question for you. Um, sorry, I feel like, like I can't talk. I've been working like, what, 13 hours today? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm in coma. But uh, now that you live in Finland, do you see the difference? We kind of uh, have talked about this through the whole episode. But do you, can you see the difference in everyday life of Finns that that this is the happiest country in the world or like that we are more happy than people in the United States, which is not, which is not that far away from us in the end. Is it visible? Yeah, I think it definitely is visible. Like, um, you know, I think, uh, the time off from work. I mean, we talked about this in the last episode, you know, that the time off the vacation time, you get the relaxation time, uh, you know, a lot more, a lot of people spend time in nature and, you know, kind of getting to yourself again quite often, where yeah. in the U.S. you work a lot, you strive a lot for bigger, better things, more, 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 more. So and and you're constantly going always, you know, you're yeah. always wanting more and bigger and better. And and in here, Finland, I've just just to sum it up in the US I think you're constantly striving so you're never really happy because you're always trying to reach for that happiness because there can always be more uh that you can get where here in Finland people are just satisfied you know you're just satisfied with what you have and you're grateful for what you have yeah. already and hmm. you know because there's not this big of a divide you feel more or less equal to everyone else so you kind of just are satisfied and then thus because you're satisfied you're more focusing on yourself and you know getting in touch with yourself and going out to nature and doing things you know and taking vacation relax Hmm. rest you know stuff like this so i i definitely definitely see it yeah for sure yeah yeah i think that's a pretty beautiful insight from you andrew thank you i've Worked on that for about five seconds. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh, so you got the script? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I rehearsed it and everything. Uh, it went perfectly. But yeah, I think uh, today's episode is starting to be wrapped because I cannot talk anymore. I think we should end it. I think we should end it right here, Andrew. 
Yes. Start focusing on the next week. Dun, 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 dun. So. I don't know what that was, but, you know. Uh, anyway, yes. It was a beautiful jingle. Always, you know, makes me happy. <laughs> so uh, thank you, everybody, for watching uh, today's episode and listening to uh, today's episode. And uh, we'll see you next week. I am Pavo. And I am Andy. And we'll be back. Ciao. -y. Bye. I, I missed the toodaloo thing. Yeah, you know. It's, it's okay. You know, you can change it up. You can change it up. Uh,